Come kick it with us. Have a seat at the round table. That's right. It's the round table podcast. You know, getting up there. You know, you hear the drop. Shout out to, you know, we ain't going to rename our source who did that for us. But uh, we are in the building. You know, uh, it's me, Corey the Prince. I'm back at it again. Of course, you know, hold on. Let me let me drop this one for y'all. Bates, three, one, three. What's good, y'all? I'm back at it. Bates in the building. And this time, Alani ain't here, though. So, what up, Ricardo? We miss you. be here next time. But, you know, we got our other. I told y'all he'd be back this week. Alaska, what up? Yo, what up, though, man? You already know, man. The one true story. We back out here. Back at it again. <laughs> How did you come up with that name, The One True Story, dog? I mean, I ain't never told a lie. <laughs> no, no cap. Nah, obviously, like man, most times people would be like, "Oh, yo, is he from Alaska?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, like I don't believe you." What true story, man? But no, Are tell them where you used to say you how you used to you used to didn't say Alaska. You tell them oh, like, yeah, yeah, from yeah, the top. Yeah, of- yeah. When we was in college, first got there, man. Everybody like, "Where you from?" I used to tell them I'm from the top of the world, and I literally meant it. He said that shit one. He said that shit one time to somebody. That shit was so cold. I was like, damn. <laughs> like he ain't lying either. Yeah, that's that's, lying. that's the crazy. So I'm glad we got you on here, Alaska. We can talk about a little more stuff, political stuff that Lonnie just don't give a shit about, and some and some other stuff. So I'm glad I'm glad you're here with us today. Anyway. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh... All right, so man, let's cut the chase. Let's talk about first, man. So. Let's talk about Antonio Brown. Now, I was gonna, I was trying to get a female on here to talk about Antonio Brown. Damn, which, they don't even know who he is. No, well, yeah, but <laughs> I'm a, we'll probably still will probably sometime next week or something like that. But I do want to discuss um, what happened this week, and then also we want to talk about the allegations. So, first, let's talk about the first part. Antonio Brown was with a team. He uh, was supposed to get paid $30 million to be with the team. All he had to do was play one game with him. Um, supposedly, he hired a company, a social media company, to f- for them to figure out ways in which he can get off the team, how he can get, r- get rid of the team. So, he recorded the coach. He did all this different stuff or whatever. And, basically, he, he successfully he got off the team. Then, he went and signed with the best team in the NFL, which is New England Patriots. And just be honest, if you're one of them people that's protesting football, that's cool, but we're going to talk about it anyway. So he ended up going with the New England Patriots, and everybody's saying, like, it was just a crazy story of how that. But as of yesterday, if you know, a lot of the media, a lot of things, a lot of people were saying that um, he was toxic, he's the worst, and just all this different stuff. Now, yesterday, was that, a story came out saying that he had a... Uh, I'm not going to say rape because the girl kind of retracted and didn't say rape now. But he's saying he forced himself on this girl that he went to college with um, and then he had hired her. So what y'all think about it? Cap, 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 cap. I don't believe. I mean, I'm and not Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to say I was an unbeliever, but it's just bad timing, you know, when he just he's going through a lot already right now. And now he finally bounced back and get a fresh start with a new team, and then this to come out. I, I personally think she got hired, you know, all of a sudden. And like I said, I'm not talking down to you survivors, but all of a sudden her memory came back, and now she want to false um, or accuse him 
of the of bring up these allegations. This is bad time. It just don't look good on the woman's behalf. Bates three one three. It is is perfect timing for whatever they want to happen. A B got over. He won. He pretty much got. He got out of his contract. It shows that the players have power to sanction as he just leveraged his his holdout. You know, Le'Veon Bell wasn't good at it. But back to the topic, uh-huh. A B beat the owners and they upset. So now they got somebody climbing out of the woodwork. It's ironic how he signed with New England and like literally a day or two later, now all of a sudden her memory come back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah. But so again, the story was that he worked this girl that he was with, who's accusing him now. She went to Central Michigan with her. He ended up hiring her as a trainer. Now it's crazy. Now my mom actually told me the rest of the story, which I just found out today. She said the girl asked for one point six million, one point six million dollars from him to help start her business. I was like, damn, what kind of business was that? Like, and he was like, he'd think about it, and then he told her no. And then these when these allegations. To me though, what's tricky about it is because like I don't think all women, you know, because it's, it's so many cases of this stuff, right? And I don't think all of them are lying, you know. But I do think, and I don't know if it's kind of if it's right for me to say, but I do think some of them kind of lie. So it's kind of hard to filter and say, okay, this was the actual case. And I guess you know, like it's kind of weird to me. It, like, it's kind of even sticky just kind of talking about it because it's like you can't group this like you know as far as men black men we don't want to be stereotyped so you don't want to stereotype all women together you know y'all, uh-huh. y'all feel what I'm saying yeah I get you yeah I mean I don't want to stereotype her but it's just her timing was was yeah you, you can tell it's you a know? setup man it's just it's just it's set up you know yeah. whether it happened or not it's still set up somebody put that batter in her back to do it Right. Now, did you see the uh, the emails he sent? Yeah, the ones that with his name on it that, you know, they say he sent. First of all, he fucking emails like a fucking 12-year-old. <laughs> like a hot text. I don't know if you heard him talk, but I believe him emails. <laughs> 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 his vocabulary is not extensive at all. Like, he has, like, I heard him talking to his grandma. After the, um, after he got released, I was like, yeah. Okay. I'm definitely with you, baby. But at the same time, you gotta learn how to, like, get over, like, 10th grade, uh, reading. Like, his, his reading level can't be that hot, man. Like, that's all. He, <laughs> he touched like a hood, nigga. No, that's all the famous. Like, he's like, you know, Derek, to me, Derek Rose is the worst nigga. Like, oh, the yeah. worst talking public speaking niggas. We in already the world. know D. Rose. Like, like, they know I, they did his homework through college. Exactly. So, like, I think these famous, some of these famous people do need to go ahead and get this public speaking done and you know learn how to talk. But, all right, James, read that email out for us, or just the first part. I really, the first part, I really just want you to, <laughs> to read out. I jacked my dick on your back, slept with you in bed, fuck your knowledge, bitch, and I've been all pro before I knew you. You hit me up online, bitch, crying. I didn't hit you up. You never left my house since you had hotel. You fell, fell asleep <laughs> on my couch. Fuck out of here. My baby mama tricked your dumb ass. 
Blast me, you're a failure, telling everybody you own a gym. It's just weird. Yeah, so to me, from like, and just trying to decipher off this, it sounds like him and the baby mama, like she probably was his trainer, but him and his baby mama may have tried to get down and maybe had some threesomes or something like that with her, and she probably was down with it or whatever like, whatever like that. But it do sound to me like they did have some type of relations. But I, I don't know, but... I think now she's saying that now it's consensual, which is the, like, to me, the whole consent thing is so crazy now. Like, now that we're looking at it and stuff like that, like, just think about it, like, to actually be consented, you would have to ask a girl. Now, I guarantee if you ask 95% of women that you, that any of you had, if you asked them that, that probably would turn them off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. The thing that I'm going to say is this, and I'm, I'm going to leave it at this. My pro athletes are a target. you got to make sure that you're protecting yourself. It's funny. It's a stereotype. And if you look over the last few years of all the football players, probably like, I mean, shit, all the history. Football players are, quote, unquote, aggressive. So they're always getting hit with some type of rape or sexual assault case. True, true. I don't think football I hate to stereotype them again, but football players, I don't think are, some of them are not as smart either, too. Like, it just seems like they just, uh, you know, just whatever. And you're right, they are can be aggressive and like, like, do you know who I am? That's why they, that's why they get in non-guaranteed contracts. They're the only sport out here that's getting these $99 million contracts with $20 million guaranteed. No. Basketball players is getting all their money up front. Baseball players, and what A-Rod did, A-Rod did steroids. He hit a couple holes and then came back. Whoa. And still was getting his bread. <laughs> all right, so, so that's a, so that's a, uh, anything, anything else y'all got to say about the- A-B free, A-B guilt. Yeah. I mean, A-B, A-B in, A-B yeah, A-B innocent. Because business is booming. <laughs> all right, so. Another one of the situation I want to talk about is I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm sure a lot of people watch, or parents or maybe grandma or somebody watched it, but Judge Mathis, Judge Mathis is a fellow Detroiter. He went to Renaissance High School, I think. Um, he got into an altercation, and he was in Detroit, and got into an altercation at floods with a valet. They say he spit on somebody. Did anybody hear about that? Yeah, I heard about it. So, my question to you is, or, you know, when you become famous like that, right? I'm not saying that you should never come to the hood. But do you, do you feel like sometimes, like, when you come back to the hood, especially when you're from a, a, a popular city and, a, and not going to say a ruthless city like Detroit, but where things could happen. You hear about things happening. Don't you think you should be coming with security or something like that? Or what y'all think? Uh. I've never been to a hood spot that got valet, so this nigga obviously is not in the hood. Nah, this ain't no hood it's, spot. It's, 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 a, it's, it's upscale. Flood. It's like a 40 and up okay, bar. Floods is not upscale. It, I mean, it's 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 for the old, old heads. It's an old, old head OG bar. It's an old head OG black owned bar. Like, okay, I'm going to tonight, low, low key. Low key, Alaska, it's a spot that you would like. Floods be yeah. Like, you know, it's old. Niggas, it's have it, niggas bring their cigars and top hats. It's a, it's a, it's a supposed, it's supposed to be a more trick route. Now he didn't get in, get into anybody there, but it was security or something like that. Valet, valet, yeah, valet. So get this car. Yeah, I think he, I think he low key put up in the Rolls Royce too. <laughs> like how you pick the nigga with the Rolls? But see again, that comes that Target stuff where the guy could have saw, you know, what I'm he could have been giving them a difficult time. Like he could have maybe, maybe he didn't tip him. You know, maybe he only gave him a dollar or something like that. We don't know the story. 
But like I said, he becomes a target, and that's why that's why I'm just saying like, like I know James, you are very prideful of Detroit, you know where we're from and stuff like that, and like I know like telling you to be like someone telling you to be like, oh dog, you do not need to be coming home. But it's like I like I like how Big Sean do it. Like you never if he go out, you never really hear how how he doing it. But he's giving back to the city. You know, he always hear about that. Mm-hmm. But you don't never hear about nothing, altercation or anything like that around in the city. But you kind of know he's here. I don't know what happened and what he did, but Fluzz is completely cool for him. It's all people his age, his crowd that he right. probably grew up with, etc. So that's a, a fine spot for him to go to. I don't know what happened between him and the valet. Mm-hmm. And he acted the way he acted probably because who he is. You know, I don't think anybody regular is going to spit on somebody. That's just right. downright bold. But but I don't know. My man did must have disrespected the hell out of him, and he felt like he can just disrespect them more. But going back to my question, what I'm saying though is like, you know, hopefully in the near future this podcast takes off. Boom, we out of here. Now, we we get a deal somewhere, something like that. We move, you know, a little further from home. Like, how would how are you gonna be when you come home? Like, are you gonna make sure you care for it? You just like you know what? I'm from here. Ain't nothing gonna happen to me. I make sure I'm careful when I go where I'm going now, but true, true. I, I, I get what you're saying. I would probably have to rear back on a few things or just watch the places I go, or if I'm in certain places, just go with certain people and stay for so long. Right. I mean, you can't, you, you you know. can't hang out with every, My thing is, once you become a certain, you can't do everything that you used to. Mm. Alaska, you you probably familiar. You know, you're from Alaska. You know, you, you hang out with a lot of, you know, some, 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 you know, some people that was in the NBA. Like, how you think, like, Maria, how you think, how do y'all handle that when y'all go out and stuff like that? Or when y'all go to a place y'all used to? I mean, to be before with you, like, nah, real, I mean, we did the, the Miami thing, it's different, but like, like, you know, Miami kind of like his second home. So, going out there is... You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of action, a lot of heat, a lot of stunting. You know what I mean? I think the biggest thing that you can do, like, I mean, there's security. The only specific, like, as even if you think that we buy ourselves, we not. Um, and you just be smart about it. Like, I mean, you should never. First off, I treat it like the same way that Diddy treated New York. Like, there's no way that if I'm the celebrity, that I'm taking the charge. <laughs> Period. Oh yeah, somebody. So, somebody. <laughs> I, I might not have a gun, mm-hmm. I can't have a gun, but somebody going to have a gun. Like, I mean, because you just never know. And in Detroit, being a very dangerous city, bro, like, regardless, I know it's probably a little bit more cleaned up with all the gentrification, huh. but it's still Detroit. If you don't have security or some type of weapon and you're a celebrity, they will rob you, period. So that's you know period, I mean? period. You ain't got to be famous. Like James said, you don't have to be famous, but just regular people. But I just think, like, when you got something to lose, you got to be extra careful. Like, yeah. that's that's my only thing about it. Is when you have something to lose, like, I don't expect you to, like, like why chances sometimes? I mean, he probably thought that he was, he probably was hanging out with some of his cool old friends. You know what I mean? Like, if I came to a city and I'm, like, with my niggas that I, you know what I mean, I'm comfortable with, I trust them. I mean, if I'm with y'all in Detroit, like, I'm probably not going to have the same level of, like, care or security as if I was by myself or I was with somebody that I didn't know. You know what I mean? Just because Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable around y'all. I don't feel like I need to bring that extra security. But for him, like, I don't know what the valet was thinking, but he a judge. Right. Right. He getting off. Believe that. (laughs) Yep. And you know he know the law. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, uh. 
Next, I want to talk about what do you think about my man, the my man from Papa John's, donating a million dollars to the HBCUs. Bring it on. We need that bread. Even though it ain't for my HBCU, but it's it's a good gesture. Basically, and I think I said it came a year a uh, year after he said whatever he said, like an anniversary. I don't call it an anniversary, but a year after he said what he said. I mean, oh, he basically said, yeah, he's saying he's sorry. I'm sorry for saying the N word. Here it is. Here you go, niggas. <laughs> Here y'all go, little niggas. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to get back in good graces, but at the end of the day, like, I mean, we live in a country where they still ain't gave us reparations, so a million dollars <laughs> to HBCUs, like, as much as we, like, we appreciate it, like, that's just, like, the beginning. You, you got to do a lot more to get the culture back. It's crazy not looking at Papa John's now, which I really never care for that pizza. You see him him out front saying that, and then now on the commercial, you see Shaq. So it's like, yeah, they, they like, come on, niggas. So I guess it was some black people that was ordering and they like want y'all back. But my thing well, is, I don't understand why people are upset. Like to me, unless you were, I'm not saying give a million dollars, but unless you were helping out your HBCUs, like, you know, with the proportional size to your income of what he gave, like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I just, I hate people that always got something to say about a subject, but you'd be like, okay, well, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just, I'm just giving you my opinions. Like, well, how about you save your opinion and actually do some work and put some, you know, put some ideas to work or something like that? Yeah, like, I mean, wise man once told me, two words you don't put in front of money is just and only. So we're going to take that million, and I hope you got some more. Right. That's just like our alma mater. When Beyonce we had those scholarships for $25,000, you know, people was on there saying, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, That's why? It? She only gave 25000 Like, I know y'all ain't paid a goddamn slug. Like, I know some of y'all, y'all ain't gave a slug. So, it's like, she gave $25,000. That's good. Like, I'm, that's something. That's something that nobody, she, a kid is going to be able to go to Wilberforce for free. That's the point. That's, like, you know, I, I hate people that like, oh, well, they only did this. Well, what did you do? You know, don't talk to me. Like, somebody like James, Niaja, you know, these are people who I know that help our, you know, my school, you know, and donate and things of that nature. But if you ain't doing nothing but going to the party and pack, popping up drunk, when you know when you hear everybody else there, like, come on, dog, shut the hell up. That part, for real, like, spend some of that bread. Exactly, and it's it's an investment. You know, it is like you know, you know, we invest into we invest in the things, our communities, our schools, and stuff like that, like how we should, you know. And then it makes us look good. It makes those things back prestigious. And, you know, you will be able to say, like, oh, you know, it'd be world-renowned. So, that's just my thought. But I think HBCUs, man, I mean, in, in general, like, like and, I, and I almost I almost posted this on Instagram. Um, but I, I kind of be, I, I pay attention to some of the things that's going on. And, like, man, I don't give a fuck where you went to school at. I mean, for real, honestly, like, I, Harvard, P, all these white institutions, man. It's so many niggas doing shit that went to my school, and it's such a small school. I fuck with I went. Facts, facts. I put I, I put my my experience against any you know any of them schools because again experience I think is was key, and I got the, we got to experience a lot of stuff. So yeah, and it's so crazy. Like I was watching uh I was listening to Jamel Hill. Or watching, I was watching, I don't know if I heard her on a podcast or something, but she had said, you know, and they were saying like, you know, oh no, uh, Chris Bussard said it, like, he was saying like, you know, we need one of these athletes, and I, that's that really was set it off. 
Like one of these top tier athletes go to a HBCU. Like uh-huh. you said, could you imagine if the Fat Five went to Central State or something like that? Uh-huh. Like I think that a lot of a lot of that is just being scared, man. Um, when you're the first to do something, like I mean, you know, like the Martin Luther Kings, like you know what I mean. Like you step out on things, like I mean, even Kaepernick at this point, because I mean, he really has taken a backlash from all that. But when you're the first to do something, it takes a lot of courage. You know, the Muhammad Ali, like you gonna have the culture, like African. America wise, like we gonna respect you, always gonna be a legend. But I think right. that it's really hard for these young kids to say, I don't want to go to this big school that I, I that want me, and I kind of maybe grew up dreaming to play for, and got to everything. Go to HBCU to say like I did it for the culture. Yeah. And the thing about it is, some of these like you know, yeah, they, you know, they got a lot of facilities. Like bro, Alabama, like if you see Alabama football team, they, they got. Massages, they get nutrition and stuff like that. Clemson got a dog ass locker room. Exactly, and I know a lot of them HBCUs probably can't do those same things. So it's like, well, why, why should I not get the best? Yeah, plus Howard just got destroyed on TV by Maryland. Like I was like, hey, maybe uh-huh. just score, just score. Like it's like, I think that they think it's gonna hurt their brand. Yeah, that one quarterback from uh Florida State though, he transferred to Hampton, didn't he? Francis, uh, Francis, DeAndre Francois. Yeah, yeah, but he lost his job. He lost his spot. Yeah, he had that. That wasn't a first choice. He had to go to a school like that, and he wanted to start and play right away. So he didn't have a. He didn't have no choice but to do that. I mean, he said he said a little tone. Yeah, I guess. It's the parents, man. I think. Um, like I don't know if y'all familiar, but y'all remember like. Kellen Winslow Sr. was the um, AD at Central State director uh-huh. at Central State, and he got it's a lot of like Hall of Famers. If y'all really look up what schools they went to, because back in like the early seventies and eighties, like Central State was kind of like a powerhouse school, bro. Like football wise, anyway, and like a lot of them guys, like they had NFL caliber guys, but it's like as a parent. You kind of got to instill that in your child. Not say that you got to make them go there. Because I don't believe in that. Like making your kid do something for you. But like say, yo, listen. Let's go visit one of these schools for the culture. Like just like embrace it. Go to homecoming. Get the amped about going to one of these schools. And then like understand the legacy and the history behind it. I think we'll get a top tier athlete. But right now, I I just think that brand wise, it's just, it's easier to go to Duke or North Carolina if you play ball. Like it's just easier. Yeah, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. So yeah, so support the HBCUs, y'all. Uh, next thing we're gonna talk about is let's talk about some music. And I wanted James. You, did you see that Kanye West is on the gospel album? Yes, I did. You checking for it? Uh, I listened to him before any other gospel artist. <laughs> Heathen. <laughs> Alaska, you checking for Kanye West gospel album? Man, listen, I, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Like Kanye, man, I see what he's trying to do. I get it. I just don't like the way that he's doing it. Um, I'm before Kanye became the new Kanye. Like I'm still Mr. Old Kanye. Um, we all do. <laughs> I don't want this. Is the thing about about Kanye. I know that he, he got a good heart. I could, I could tell, like, he seemed like a genuine person that got a good heart. But I, oh, it's just this underlying, like, he doing it for, like, 
some clout, man. I don't know why. I don't think that. I don't think he's doing it for clout. I think this is really how his brain works. I think this is the same thing. I think that it's over time it has changed and it's expanded to how he, you know, he on a bigger scale. I mean, he he is a very talented artist. He's super popular, very talented producer. I think that he understands music. Like his whole concept of voice being the best, like literally the best instrument. Like that's, I mean, that's groundbreaking. That's genius level talent. I just think that sometimes he get in front of himself. Like his worst enemy is himself sometimes. True. I, I'm I'm not really checking for the Kanye gospel album. Like I wasn't checking for Pace gospel album. Um, <laughs> yeah, I ain't hype. I ain't hype for it, but you know we'll see. I'll give it a listen, but I ain't anticipating. But that Sunday, but that's I don't know if you've seen some of that Sunday service. They do sound live. Like yeah, some of them it's, it's kind of hype. Did you I see the one the in Chicago coach. though? That that looked so lit. Yeah, when he was playing Moses. Yeah, when he's making them, and they was moving like a mug too. Like just they was moving. They was moving like a mug. So it was kind. It was very dope, actually. So shout out to Yay, man. You know you still one of my favorite. We just need to get you thinking straight a little bit. Let's do a couple more topics. Oh, last week we didn't talk about Kobe versus Shaq. You want to talk about Alaska? I know you a Kobe hater. No, I don't hate Kobe. I told y'all, man. My favorite Kobe. I mean, y'all don't want to hear because Kobe fans hate it. I like Rape Case Kobe, man. Like, and I call him Rape Case Kobe. <laughs> he was fighting the case. We're getting canceled. <laughs> What you mean? He was fighting Casey. He was killing the league. Like he'll go, he'll he'll give you fifty five points in three. I'm sorry, sixty two in three quarters, and then catch a flight to Denver to tell the bitch that he ain't do it. I fuck with that. Like Kobe got a tattoo. He came out. He, I mean, he he was really. I think for the first time he had that Tiger Woods experience, man. Where like he really realized like he black. Like, yeah, the Tiger I before said, Tiger. The Tiger before Tiger, right? Yeah. Um. Nah, like, I mean, the Kobe versus Shaq shit, like, I mean, I got my, my idea. I feel like, I feel I, I feel more now because Kobe really about to be eligible for the Hall of Fame, and he the first battle Hall of Famer, so shout out to Kobe. Um, he doing a lot of unique things. Uh, I feel like Shaq and Kobe needing each other to win championships because Kobe ain't win none before Shaq, and Shaq ain't win none before Kobe. I really don't care about the ones after. Um, they was the best duo I, I personally ever seen. Um, I put them up against anybody, but out of those two, Kobe is the best Laker. Okay. Mm. All right. So the real reason I wanted to brought it up because I want to say who's the best at what's the who's the best athlete that made music? Like rapper, like you know, is it Shaq? Is it Dame Lillard? Um, Iverson? Who y'all think? No, damn well wasn't no Iverson. Oh, Jewel? Damn, boy, well, wasn't no Kobe. That nigga got dropped on his label. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, I, I, I didn't even bring him up, but that. <laughs> Who y'all think was the best rapper uh, that was an athlete or musician? Y'all fuck with the Victor Oladipo R- R&B album? I like his song with Trey Songs. I mean, I, Victor I, Oladipo got a song with Trey Songs? Uh huh. Nobody's standing out, though, like ahead of nobody. I mean. Dame got I mean, good freestyles. Yeah, because he, he trending right now. I, think, I like Victor Oladipo's sound, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, if he wasn't like 6'6 six, six and a basketball player, I think that he'd have a career in that space. <laughs> but, Tall <laughs> ass R&B singer. Yeah, like, you, you seven feet on stage. Like, <laughs> he, him, and, him and Snoop got to make an album together for just tall niggas. That's crazy. 
The best, the best, I mean, if I had to give it to somebody, I mean, I'd probably give it to Dame just because, like, I think he has the most consistent flow. And my Shumpert is also, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I messed with Shump, little EP. I did mess with that. Shump, I forgot about that. I'm not watching nothing that. Sleeper. I'm not watching nothing about him on Shepard unless he got Tiana Taylor with her. Man, listen, that Kanye record where they was doing that video, that uh, thing was wild. Oh, fade. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel it in fade. That part. That part, that part. So anything y'all, y'all want to talk about? Uh. Well, last thing, you quiet for once. <laughs> Man, yeah, like, this, um, I mean, it's a few things. Man, it's it's this Trump shit going on. Yes, um, you know I'm 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 all the way into like the stock market and politics and all. People that need to pay, and one thing I want people need to pay attention because it affects the way you live. You may not think about it, but it will affect you in the long run. So people need to you know pay attention to politics because. Something can get passed, and you, you know you could have voted on it. At least you can say you voted, you know, or something like that. And then next, you know, so oh man, I didn't know they was gonna outlaw this here. Well, you voted, you ain't vote. So, what about Trump though? Did you see the tweets that he had uh, sent that John Legend in them? <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm at a point now where like I can't take them serious because he got more time to tweet than actually run a country. And then I, I get it, like he trying to be himself, but it's like, bro. Just shut the fuck up and do your job. Like I didn't, never, I didn't ask for this. You know, you you going after everybody and it's like he be clout chasing. I never seen a president clout chase as much as him. He want credit for everything, and when shit go wrong, he don't want to take no responsibility. And it's like you can't, you can't have both. The China shit is fucked up because yep. I see, like I understand fundamentally what he's trying to do, but at the same time. We depend on them. I don't know if you ever looked at your shit, but a lot of shit is made in China. Yeah. So what he doing is he fucking up our economy because our economy is dependent upon their economy. Why? Because they're the cheap labor that we use for the fucking resources. So when you put a tariff, or if people don't understand that, it's like adding tax on top of tax. So when Nikes usually cost 150 and a bitch is getting taxed 25%, bitch is going to be 190 That's why every time I get a pair of Vapor Max, I'll be like, God damn. Plus tax. Like, right. it, it's a problem, you know, and um, everything is just going to cost more over time. And I, I mean, inflation already gave you, but like the China tax, Stupid. they got to figure that shit out because everything that we do, like the iPhone, I mean, they're coming out with the new iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the a lot of parts come from China, you know what I mean? Like the import, export. They and getting made smart. over there. He's smart. He is slick motherfucker, though. I ain't going to lie. Because he came out with the tariffs. Then his ass was like, oh, shit, Christmas coming up. We not going to put tariffs on clothes, electronics, like TV, cell phones, Apple Watches, all that shit until January because he don't want the economy to crash on the way there. But the problem is that's the only thing he got left for his presidency. He already fucked everything else up. So the economy crash, his ass definitely going to fuck up out of there in 2020. So who you who you uh, who you who you like in the, for the Democrat side to go against him? Who who would you want to see? Um, I think that the person that I I honestly think can win, because see, this is about winning, not about who we think the best candidate is anymore. Right. Um, winning is two people that I think can win. I think they should run together, but it's going to take some time. I think I think Bernie Sanders have an opportunity to win. Um, I think he got a strong opportunity because he wasn't that far off before. I think he, he um, would. 
what? I think he got the best policy, but I don't think he has the personalities. Like and that's why he need to, that's why he need a partner. Yeah. The second best person that I think, and the reason why I don't think this person can win is because she's a black woman, and if they not gonna let a white woman in office, they for sure not letting your ass in. I promise you that. Now, Kamala, she in a good position. Yeah. She got a nice, strong back end. I think if they run together on the same ticket, they give Trump the best opportunity. I think Biden, he missed his boat. I wanted Biden to run right after Obama. I think he could have been the next president. Right. The problem is he took fucking eight years off basically and now his ass trying to pull back up and Kamala got his pulled his card. Right? And, and he got a and the crazy thing about it is he got a new scandal every other week. I honestly think that the two that can win would be Kamala and Biden. Like I said, to me Bernie Sanders is a little bit too old for my liking and then he, they was like like even he was like he was like, Can you name something positive? Like on the last debate, they was like, Can you name something positive about you know, He was like, No, there's nothing positive about this right now. Like this is like you just be going crazy, bro. Oh, oh angry man. To the Democratic yeah. uh, debate tomorrow. Which is t- just we already talked about it. I hate um, them. I hate watching them because it's just like they get two minutes and then they yelling at each other. But did you? Because they got thirty five people on stage. Like, come on, man, cut this shit down. This ain't March Madness. Right. Get these (laughs) down to like. Give give me somebody that I can focus on. Like, it's like y'all got too many people giving all the wrong answers. Did you? Age. The nigga Trump seventy three. Bernie Sanders seventy seven. Like, I mean, they both old motherfuckers. Trump get four more years. Did you hear did you hear Cory Booker when he was like uh you're all he's like in, in my community people say you're all in the Kool-Aid you don't even know it's the flavor, flavor. <laughs> That shit was Man. so fucking corny <laughs> I wanted listen you like Cory Booker he had me bro he had me like I No he, he that became, all he eyes matter Carson yeah. he became Ben Carson yeah. in fifteen minutes I'm like oh this thing Yeah and he on that all eyes matter shit like I hate to say it like I'm like I want to vote for somebody that's gonna help me, and I and I don't have no problem with saying that. Like, what you gonna do for black people, you know? And if if you're not black, then oh well, like you know, find another issue. But I want somebody that's gonna cater to my issues. So, and I don't think nothing's saying. And to me, Cory Cory Booker with the all lives matter shit, like you know, oh yeah, and like that's cool, you know. But I'm this, that, I'm telling you what I'm looking for. So y'all. I think we're going to wrap it up, dog. Nice, good topics. The last thing, you know, like, again, I tell everybody, we're going to going back to uh, having some type of content every week. So, you'll hear from us. Hopefully, you'll get all four of us next week. Lonnie's schedule opens up, but we'll see. So, uh, Alaska, man, last words. You ain't got anything to say to the people? Man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Shout out to the city one time. Um, make sure that y'all, y'all pray for the people down there at um, the yeah. Bahamas, man. Yep. I definitely wanted to take a trip. And also pray for the people at Dominican Republic. I don't know what the hell going on down yeah. there, but I want to take a trip soon. Motherfucker, <laughs> stop spiking that liquor. I want to make sure I come home. Yeah. Yep. So the Bahamas, yeah, absolutely. Hurricane Dorian's crazy. The the, the black uh, named hurricanes always be the worst ones. Just saying. But, base, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, I want to shout out to the uh, Detroit Youth Choir on America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah, go vote, y'all. They're going to take it we, all the way. Uh, gonna have, I feel gonna it gonna in my bones. We're going to post this tomorrow. So what up, say, though? Make sure y'all hear that. So, yep. And uh, I just want to say, man, everybody, let's just try something new this week, y'all. Let's try something new that you didn't do. You know, let's be better people. Stop complaining and do something, all right? Again, it's the Roundtable Podcast. We out of here.